Release date, November 2nd, 2022. This is TBD Sportscast College Football with your host, I'm Mason. And I'm Isaac. Welcome to another episode of TBD CFB Season 3, Episode 12, with this episode entitled CFP Confusion. You know what? One of the greatest times of the year in college football season, the college football playoff rankings have officially started. Goodbye, AP. You suck. But not going to lie, CFP rankings kind of suck too uh, in a couple ways. So (laughs) uh, consider this a post-reaction. We got the rankings from the CFP committee last night at 7, and me and Isaac are just kind of hopping on to display our thoughts, per se, about the rankings that were given to us from the College Football Playoff Committee. So we'll go ahead and start out with 25 to 21. Let's see what we think. So number 25, UCF. Number 24, Texas. Number 23, Oregon State. Number 22, NC State. And number 21, Wake Forest. Um, when I when I first saw this, I actually kind of agreed with it. And uh, so one of the main things we're going to be talking about uh, with with just this week's rankings is how there is a possibility that the college football playoff committee is doing what they kind of do some years and trying to pad Bama's strength of schedule, which is why Texas is at number twenty four. Um, the other ones I kind of agree with though. You know, you got six and two Oregon State, uh, NC State maybe a little high for me at twenty two, uh, but UCF coming off that win against Cincinnati. They're also 6-2. and two. So, yeah, I mean, you got some good things here. But, I mean, I can definitely see how people would think that the CFP committee is trying to pad Bama's schedule by putting Texas at 24 because, I mean, they're 5-3. and three. You know, if anything, they should probably not even be ranked. Yeah, and I have to agree. You know, all in all, I don't hate this first five. You know, I think, unfortunately, I agree with you. Texas probably shouldn't be ranked. Um, there again, looking at it from this perspective, at this point, Alabama has another top 25 win. So you kind of have that that idea in mind. Uh, but, you know, it all goes back to – I go back to the, the beginning of the year, you know, week week two. If if Quinn Ewers would have been healthy, I think and, – and if Texas defense didn't crap the bed, I still think they beat Bama. And, you know, Texas, I think in – in a better situation with the quarterback, I think Texas would wouldn't be a five and three team. I think they would be a top fifteen team, but they're not. And so looking at it from that perspective, but yeah, five and three, I think they they probably should be unranked. Other than that, you know, NC State, you know, NC State's not a bad team, but since their quarterback got hurt the other week, they they are not a good team. I mean, they're they're just not. You know, they and I'm, I'm not trying to discredit Syracuse, but they should have beat Syracuse based on how they played the first few weeks of the year. And then their quarterback goes down, they get hurt. Um, that's the only fault that I have, but this first five is not bad. I don't hate it. Yeah, and I don't either. I actually kind of like it. And I like that Texas is in there because I actually do think they've had a pretty good season. And, you know, with Ewers in, they, they've been playing so much better. And I think that is definitely a part of the reason why the committee brought in Texas. Not to just harp on Texas, but I think I think that's some pretty good reasons. Some Maybe some shaky ones, but, you know, I think I, I can kind of see what the college football playoff committee was putting by putting them in. Next five, uh, this is number 20 through number 16. This is number 20, Syracuse, number 19, Tulane, 18, Oklahoma State, 17, North Carolina, and number 16, Illinois. Um, some of these I was a little thrown off by, especially because of the some of the teams above it, uh, because you have a 7-1 Tulane at 19 and a 7-1 North Carolina at 17 and a 7-1 uh, Illinois at number 16. Um, I actually think that Illinois should be ranked a little bit higher and North Carolina too. Tulane, I understand. Tulane, I understand because they're not a Power 5 conference. They've got a loss on the schedule. They're probably lucky to be where they are anyway. 
so that that's the thought process behind that. But you also have to look at too. There's not a lot of one loss teams in non power five conferences. It's really hard to find some right now, especially with Cincinnati taking that loss to UCF. You know, and Mason, looking at this next five, you know, Syracuse being at twenty, you know, I think they're still hanging around. You know, based on the run they gave Clemson two weeks ago. Um, you know, looking at Tulane, Tulane kind of came out of nowhere. You know, they, I mean, seven and one did not expect that from them, but the Green Wave they look strong. Oklahoma State, you know, they're kind of flirting in there. Carolina also. Carolina, well, North Carolina. Sorry, I'm from North Carolina, so I call them Carolina. Uh, so I, my Carolina, I think, I think they're probably a little bit low. I agree with you. You know, seven and one. I mean, it's just in my opinion, it's hard to see how these these few six and two teams are above them. Um, but then you look at who the six and two teams are, and it's like, okay, maybe it makes sense. You know, and then Illinois, Illinois, you know, they're kind of under the radar, but, you know, they're a decent Big Ten team. You know, this next five, I, I once again, I don't hate it. You know, I think the top 15 is where we get into the real meat of it, but, uh, but I like, I like this next set of five. I think, I think UNC and Illinois should probably be a little higher, but other than that, it's not too bad. Yeah. And that's where I am with it. I don't hate it, but like, I understand why Oklahoma State is here. Okay. Six and two loss at number 18. Uh, Syracuse as well, coming off a loss against Notre Dame. Understand that one 100% as well. But Illinois and North Carolina, I just don't like them at 16 and 17, especially Illinois. They're only, they're seven and one in the big 10. Like they should be ranked higher, especially because of the next five coming up. All right. We have number 15, Penn state, number 14, Utah, number 13, Kansas state, number 12, UCLA and number 11, Ole Miss. Now, Penn State, six and two. Utah, six and two. Kansas State, six and two. That right there is 15, 14, 13. I think Illinois should probably be ranked above every single one of those teams because Utah had a pretty tough loss to UCLA and Kansas had two tough losses one to Tulane, by the way, and one to TCU, who is the reigning champion in the Big 12 right now. Um, I, I, I don't really know if I agree with all that. I understand why they ranked Kansas State so high uh, because they've actually played pretty well. They got a big win against Oklahoma and then a huge win last weekend against Oklahoma State. So, I mean, I mean I understand. I can actually kind of agree with Kansas State being there even though they are two loss, um, but not Utah and Penn State, especially Penn State being two loss, having um, maybe because they played Ohio State so close last weekend and then, you know, gave it away in the fourth quarter. Um, but they got, I mean, they got two losses to the two best teams in the Big Ten, uh, Ohio State and Michigan. So I don't think that that's where Penn State should be. I think Illinois should be above and probably at 15 or 14 above Utah. Yeah, I think I think that's fair, you know, but I'm kind of on the flip side of it. You know, Utah being 6-2, and two, you know, they're a team that in all, all reality, they should be 7-1. and one. They should have beat Florida, looking all the way back to the beginning of the year. Uh, but putting that to the side, you know, Utah's not a bad 6-2 and two team. You know, they had a big win against USC where they went for two, you know, where it's like you make the PAT and you tie it, you go for two, and you get it and you win, you miss it, you lose. I mean, they pulled all the stops out and they got it. So, you know, Utah, I don't hate them being at 14. I still am just questionable about 15 through 13, all three of them being two lost teams above guys like Illinois and North Carolina. I, I, I don't quite understand that, like you said, Mason. Um but, you know, other than that, you know, Ole Miss at 11, UCLA at 12, I think that's fair. You know, if Ole Miss would have beat LSU last – or weekend before last, I'm sorry, you know, Ole Miss would definitely be a top-10 team in my opinion. Um, 
But Penn State, you know, they they were handled by Michigan, and the score shows they were handled by Ohio State, but they played three and a half quarters of really good football. So, you know, I I don't necessarily think that they – because they played Ohio State so well, I think they kind of earned that spot. But there again, they did get handled by Michigan, and you look at the fact that Michigan and Ohio State is going to determine the Big Ten again. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's a pretty good set. Kansas State's had a good year, so they're not bad either. Um, that, you know, not a not a bad set of five, but a very interesting one with three two loss teams being in the top fifteen. I'll just say that. Yeah, and I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, I could even see Ole Miss higher, and I understand the reason why they're not because of the next team that we're going into. Uh, that's also kind of con- controversial. So let's go ahead and hit that. We had number ten LSU, a six and two team with losses to their with their first game against FSU, Florida State. And with a loss against Tennessee at home, who Tennessee absolutely manhandled them in Death Valley. Sorry, Isaac, but it's the truth. I think you know it. <laughs> um, but with that being said, uh, th- this this is where we kind of get that idea of the playoff committee really trying to pad Bama's schedule. I know some LSU fans who are really thrown off by this because what happened was is after they beat Ole Miss, they came in from unranked, went straight to 18. After the bye week that they had last week, the AP put them at 15. And then we come in to the college football playoff rankings two days later, and they've jumped all the way to 10. They're a two-loss team. So I don't know what the playoff committee is looking at because they have a really tough loss against Tennessee at home, but they have an insanely good win against Ole Miss, and they have to play Alabama this weekend. So, Isaac, you being the LSU fan, I know this also threw you off a little bit for good and bad reasons. What what do you think about the whole thing? Well, I think a couple of things. Number one, uh, I think that they are basing this decision too much off of uh, the LSU team from weeks uh, weeks eight and nine, or the or the weeks the weeks before the bye week. You know, we we went into Florida and played really well, even though we gave up thirty five points, played really well, and then we beat Ole Miss considerably in Baton Rouge. So, I think they're 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 expecting a little bit too much off of the past couple of games. But all in all, you know, it did throw me off because, I, number one, I didn't expect us to be that high. Number two, I didn't – I expected us probably about 15, 15 to 20, the same as we were with the AP. Um, but I have to wonder if, if it has anything to do with Bama because if Bama beats us this coming weekend, then we get into the conversation of, you know, now it's um, – you know, Alabama has another top 10 win, you know, LSU's 10. That, that, that's kind of what we were getting at earlier, and we'll get, it, get, get back into it. Um, but I mean, I, I like I obviously I like us being at ten, but I don't understand why you know based on looking at week one, you know, a team that lost by one point two, a Florida State team that is nowhere on this list, and was beaten considerably by Tennessee at home. It's like how do you take those two games, an unranked loss and a a whooping by the number one team, and figure that team deserves to be number ten? I don't get it, um, but go Tigers, man! <laughs> Look, man, I understand. But still, it just does kind of creep me out a little bit that they they just jumped so high so fast. And I, I totally understand, you know, that the FSU win, excuse me, the FSU loss was kind of a fluke because of the missed extra point um, and just some terrible special teams, offensive line, you know, coverage. Uh, but I don't know, man. I mean, again, they're a two-loss team, and I don't know. I know the committee is taking that into you know, account, but I, I really don't understand it. Um, the next two teams coming in at eight and nine, you got USC and Oregon. 
uh, I, not much to say there. Um, USC took the loss to Utah, and Oregon took the loss to Georgia. And if you have to say which team is better, it's obviously Georgia. They're ranked higher, which is why Oregon is ranked above USC. But also because Oregon has been playing extremely good football since they got off of the Georgia game. Dan Lanning has been heading up uh, the program there, transforming it. And also, as much as I hate to say it, old Bo Picks, man, he he's playing good. Um, I picked him up in fantasy on uh, Fantrax, college fantasy football. It exists. It does. And he got me 500 points last week, and I was super excited about that. So, And we're not sponsored, just so you know. I wish we were. Fantrax, uh, if you hear this, uh, we love your program. It's awesome that we get to do college fantasy football. So uh, if you hear it, hit us up. You know, maybe we can work some out. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know if you have anything to say about it, but I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier, you know, USC, um, you know, losing to Utah, you know, because you just because Utah decided to go for two and there was like, you know, 20 seconds left in the game after that. That's a, I don't have much to add to that. You know, I, I agree with you, everything you said, you know, Oregon is, is uh, Georgia is obviously the better team and the losses between those two teams, um, you know, in Georgia, I mean, they just throttled Oregon in week one and then, you know, since then, Oregon is you know has won seven straight, and they've played really, really good football. So, not much to add there. But Oregon, Oregon's a good squad, man. And I, honestly, you know, coming if it comes down to them and, and UCLA, uh, I mean, I, I like those guys, man. The Pac-12, they 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 look pretty good this year. I'll just say that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, not much to say. It's just I think Oregon definitely has the better. It's kind of funny they have the better loss. <laughs> Uh, even though not really, it's the loss to the better team. Uh, but USC was close to beating Utah. It's a, qual- it's a quality loss because it's a quality. It's a quality as team. good as people were saying USC was, they should not have been that close to Utah, especially the way Utah had, had been struggling coming into that game. So usually the top six is where we get into the meat of things, but we're gonna start at seven. This is where we really kind of. This is where the college football playoff committee kind of grinded my gears a little bit and i know isaac too at number seven we have tcu the horn frogs who are undefeated and undefeated in the big 12 every team they've played in the big 12 they've they've won against every team they've played this season they've won against they're undefeated but they're at number seven behind number six bama i kind of have a bone to pick with that you know what? i'm just going to go ahead and go you know number five michigan number four clemson I have a little bit of a bone to pick with that because while Clemson has played, you know, some top 15 teams, look at what they've done since they've played. Wake Forest, who they won against barely in overtime, is now a 6-2 and two team who just got destroyed by Louisville this past weekend. Syracuse, who they barely beat by a touchdown in a little bit, just lost at home to Notre Dame this past weekend. And NC State, who they also played, and who, yeah, who played them close at home, is now 6-2. and two. Now look, NC State lost their quarterback, but that's not an excuse. These teams are not good. I mean, they're good, but the, the fact that Clemson basically barely got by all of these teams and they're ranked number four... When TCU is undefeated and has beaten way better teams in the Big 12 than teams in the ACC, and they're ranked at 7, I got a real bone to pick with that. I really think that Clemson should probably be the one in the number 6 or 7 ranking, and then TCU should be at least in the top 5. That's what I think. And if you really want to talk about it, I don't think that Alabama should be ranked above any team because they have a loss on their schedule. I don't care who the loss was to. 
I know it was to Tennessee, okay? Tennessee was ranked six and Alabama was ranked three during that game. So yeah, that's definitely close, but I, I mean, Alabama should have won that game. They made mistakes. They got the loss, and that's that. TCU, on the other hand, has proven that they can win games, and they've been winning every week in the Big 12. And until they take a loss, I don't think that they should be ranked below a one-loss team, especially in the top 10. They deserve to be in the top six. I mean, but that, that's that's just my opinion. I think the TCU should be at six or at five. I think that they should trade places with Clemson or Bama. If you want to put TCU behind Clemson at six, you know, and Clemson at five or whatever, that's fine with me. 100%. I think I think that, number one, to the, to put a one-loss team above, like you said, Mason, to put a one-loss team above any undefeated team is bull. Especially in a Power 5 conference. Absolutely, yeah, because, because TCU, even though the Big 12 isn't, you know, they're not the SEC or whatever, but they are they are Power 5. And so, you know, number one, TCU should not, the TCU should be top six. That's the first thing. Number two, like you said, I agree. I think Michigan should be four. Uh, I, I would do Michigan four, TCU five. Clemson six, Alabama seven. That's what I would. That's do. what I would do too. Because, Clem- like you said, Clem- Clemson. You know, uh, when you look, okay, as a, as a, as a fan of a team that lost to Florida State, Clemson was up on Florida State by twenty. They only won by a touchdown, or maybe ten. I don't remember, but it was it was le- it was less than what their lead was. And so, when you look at it from that perspective, you know they almost blew the game. Just to be plum honest, and so. From that that alone, you know, Clemson has really struggled to get the wins they've gotten. Have they done it? Absolutely. But I don't think it doesn't. They're not a top four team, in my opinion. Um, you know, TCU should definitely be ranked above Alabama, and we'd have the same conversation if TCU was seven and one and Bama was eight and zero and put Bama at, at seven. Number one, well, okay, this is totally theoretical because they wouldn't do that. Uh, but if they did, they'd say, well, Alabama's undefeated. They should be. Hundred percent, it goes both ways. So I, TCU should be above them, yeah, and the fact that and and number and number two, and we could say, well, Bryce Young was out, blah blah blah. Absolutely, Alabama is not a top ten team without Bryce Young. That, that's just my opinion because Bryce Young is a freaking stud. He's he he was the Heisman last year for a reason, and Bryce Young is a great quarterback. But you know, they almost lost to A and M. They almost lost to Texas, and people say, well, they it was almost yeah BFD. Yeah. I, 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 I got you there, man. I think we're definitely on the same page. Probably should have been Michigan at four, TCU at five, Clemson at six, Alabama at seven. I think that's what makes the most sense. And I'm not going to harp on it forever. And I'm not trying to trash Alabama and I'm not trying to trash Clemson. But just straight up looking at the facts, if you look at it and you look at strength of schedule and the, and the amount of losses, that, that's just what makes sense. And I think the, the college football playoff committee definitely has a little bit of bias towards Alabama. And I think that there definitely probably is a little bit of padding schedule and why some teams in this in this top 25 are ranked so high. But if you really look at it, I mean, things things will even out as like the, the game changer games come up. And with that being said, let's look at the top three. So number three, Georgia. When I saw that, it really kind of made me upset, but I can't say that I necessarily disagree. We had a really close win, a super struggle win against Missouri in Como. Uh, Our defense struggled against Kent State. We probably should have put up more points than we did against Samford. I mean, we had a great game against Oregon, great game against South Carolina. We've had, you know, we had a bounce back game against Auburn. We scored a lot of points and we only gave up 10. And then a great game against Vanderbilt, 55-0. to zero. I don't care if it's Vanderbilt. Not allowing a team to score any points is super impressive. Um, and, and then, you know, we you know trashed Florida, 42-20. to 20. Um, You know, we had a little bit of a rough third quarter there, but uh, we came back, defense stepped up. 
So, I mean, and we'll get into this the next episode, but um, you know what? Because uh, you, you got Ohio State at two and Tennessee at one. And as a Georgia fan, I'll say, you know what? Let them eat the rat poison and let us be the team to come after Tennessee, not the other way around. Games in Athens, and uh, Kirby said it this week. If you, if the you're saying to the fans, if you can talk when you leave, you didn't yell enough. And I I 100% agree with the sentiment. Um, can't say I disagree with the college football playoff ranking on that one, and it was a little unnerving to see Georgia fall, and that sucks, but is what it is. So there you go. On paper, I mean, yeah, like you said, Mason. On paper, you know, Georgia. This is this is a correct ranking, you know, from the whole body of work. When you look at you know who Georgia is as a program, and when you look at the guys that are ahead of them, or well, I shouldn't say the guys, Tennessee excluded, the number two team. You know, I agree. Um, but I agree with Kirby, man. Between the hedges this weekend, it's going to be wild, and um, you know, it's going to be a good one. I mean, go dogs. Heck yeah, dude, go freaking dogs. And, and you know, it, it it does suck, but it's like I said, man. Let Tennessee, let Tennessee believe that there's something, all right? Because I mean, look, Tennessee's a good team, okay? But I really, I really think that you know, I'm I'm gonna let them eat the rat poison this week, and uh, y'all can hear y'all can hear the pick on Friday when we when we when we do the game. Uh, but I, the one thing I can't agree with though, I I don't like Ohio State above us. I could I could understand putting Tennessee above us because you know they got the number one. They beat the number well. They beat the number three team in the country. They got a really big win against Alabama, um, and and you know they trashed Kentucky last week and they trashed LSU at home. Um, but well, you know I I understand, but but not Ohio State. Ohio State has played cupcakes all year. Sure, they've won comfortably against cupcakes, but you know they they really struggled against a good team on the road until, you know, defense of Penn State gave it up in the fourth quarter. So I really just can't get behind Ohio State being ranked above us. They call cupcakes a comfort food for a reason. You're dang right. <laughs> so, and I know Isaac feels the same way, but, I mean, that's pretty much our take on the Week 10 college football playoff rankings. And, you know, we've talked about before how the college football playoff committee, they they, they can be a little wild sometimes. You know, you look back to, 20, we were talking about this earlier, you know, 2016 when, Penn State beat Ohio State and then they went to the championship and lost and they put Ohio State in or you look at 2017 when Auburn beat Georgia um, in the regular season and Alabama in the regular season and then Georgia beat Auburn in the SEC championship and guess who got put in Georgia and Alabama so the, the, the committee definitely has some favor towards towards those programs. Um, I, I understand why, but, it you know, because they're the money makers, and, you know, that's that, top programs. But, I, I you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but that's pretty much it. Always remember, no matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. Know that Romans 5.8 tells us that while we were still sinners, God sent his only son to die for us, not because of anything that we were, how good or amazing we were, but honestly, because we were sinners who sinned against God who needed saving. Jesus loves you. He took a cross to take the sin that you had to pay the punishment for sin to God. God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. And I promise if you don't have Jesus, you need him. If you ever want to talk about that, you can always reach out to us. Hit us up on our Instagram DM, message us on Facebook, or just leave a comment on this YouTube video. We will talk with you about Jesus. We love you guys. We're praying for you. And we'll see you on Friday to make our picks for week 10. Later. Bye-bye.